Today's scripture is from the Hebrew Testament, from Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre, as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought, and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on, since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There, in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time I will return to you in due season, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. The Lord said, Oh yes, you did laugh. Parents, at this time I'd like to invite you to bring your children over to the screen for a special moment for them. And kids, once you're here, feel free to put an emoji or a message into the chat box so that we can know that you're watching with us. Our story today is about a surprise. I want you to think about a time when you were surprised. Maybe it was your birthday and you had a surprise party or you got a present that you didn't think you were going to get. Or... Uh, maybe something happened and you thought that that thing that happened was absolutely impossible. There's no way that that could happen. And you were surprised when it actually did. I want to show you something today that might surprise you. I have this plate here and it has a bunch of lines that I drew on the plate um, with markers. And I bet looking at the plate you think there's no way that those lines would ever move. They are already drawn on there and they're gonna stay that way. But that's not true. Once I pour water on this plate, you'll see that some of the lines move up off of the surface of the plate and kind of start to dance and float around. What seemed impossible on this plate happened and it's a surprise, it's cool. That's kind of what happens to Sarah in the story that we're focusing on today. She gets surprised by God. You see, Sarah is very old, but she really, really wants to have a baby. But she thinks there's no way it can happen. She's old and her body just wouldn't be able to have a baby anymore. It seems like having a baby would be impossible for Sarah. But God sends Sarah an angel 
And that angel lets her know that she's going to have a baby. And Sarah is so filled with joy. She is so happy. It is such a good surprise. And we can learn a little bit about God from this story. God surprises us in ways that are really good. Sometimes we think things are impossible. Sometimes they, that we think that there's things that we just can't do. But God surprises us and we can do those things. We can do impossible things. I know I'm really glad that God is like that. And I hope you remember when you feel like something is impossible that God is with you and that God can surprise you. Friends, I want to leave you with this prayer. God, um, thank you for all the ways that you surprise us. Thank you for all the different ways that you bless us. God, help us to learn from stories like Sarah's um, where we get reminded that even when things seem impossible, you can come along and surprise us and bless us in a big way. In Jesus' name, amen. As I speed along in my car between Albuquerque and Santa Fe going a safe and sane 79 miles an hour, I'm not the only one who looks out the window and says to himself, how could anybody live here in this desert? Well, you and I couldn't last three days among the pinion juniper and rattlesnakes. But in fact, people not only lived here for a millennium and more, they thrived. They ate a hundred plants all year long. They domesticated rabbits and turkeys for a source of meat. They dug irrigation ditches from the mountains down to their fields to catch the rain melt, the snow melt. They had enough for a feast in the fall and to last them all winter long. They traded as far south as what we now call Mexico City and as far west as the Pacific Ocean. And then the Spanish came and like Adam and Eve, they named everything they saw without asking what people would prefer to be called. And like Adam and Eve, they took the best and left chaos behind. As we explore during this time how God is with us, helping us in moments of unraveling and reweaving. As we think about our Bible story this week, the high desert is a good reminder to me of how our sense of what is fertile and generative can change depending on our perspective. It certainly changed for Abraham and Sarah. It was the fulfillment of a dream. They finally got a son. I know there are lots of things I want to do at age 100, but raising a newborn is not among them. Just as God predicted, Isaac was the first of a great nation. But at any rate, this is a good illustration of how our lives are disrupted and then require 
reweaving. I love this story, especially for those of us with white hair or maybe no hair at all, can always reweave our lives in new and exciting ways. It reminds me of that. I know lots of older people who have hard lives, who have stories of unraveling. You want to know about unraveling? Just talk to an older person. Sickness, poverty, death, and the worst affliction of all, the sense that we are not relevant. And yet, as our teeth and our lights fail us, we do remain shining beacons, acknowledged or not, calling us sage or just a body taking up space. We are a beacon to one another, to the uncaring youth who pass us by, and to ourselves of courage and self-confidence, of kindness and gentleness, of perseverance in the face of adversity. We are the unread textbook of how to flourish during hard times. With that in mind and with your indulgence, I'd like to complete this unfinished story and tell you what happens next after that man busts Sarah for laughing. Let's take a look at the uh, where we left off. Here we go. Uh, one of the visitors, uh, maybe God, maybe an angel, uh, catches Sarah laughing and accuses her of thinking something he said was funny. Uh, she says, I did not laugh. And he says, yes, she did laugh. Well, let's see. That's a terrible ending. Uh, let's see if we can pick up the passage. Here we go. Now, this Bible reading is from the uh, Ralph Holcomb version. So if you are following along in your own Bibles, it may read a little bit differently. Let's see. Here we go. Sarah fixeth the man with an even look and saith unto him, I know Abraham is making a perfect fool out of himself about you falling all over himself to make you feel welcome. And on that account, I will go along with his silliness. But as long as you stick around, I'll thank you to keep a civil tongue in your head and not go around accusing a 90-year-old woman of lying to you. And another thing, come back here. I'm not done with you. You're an angel, so you don't have the first idea of what my life is like. And I suppose I ought to be generous and forgive your sense. So let me enlighten you. Let me tell you what it's like to be 90 years old, Mr. X-ray vision, Mr. Creepy peek inside my tent guy. Yeah, you, 
I got more aches and pains than you can shake a stick at. And it's hard as nails for me to get up in the morning. But I do it. And I do a full day's work. I always have. I've known heartbreak the likes of which you will never feel. I've been childless all my life, despite God's promise that I give birth to a great nation. Every month, thinking, this time it's going to be different. This month I'm actually pregnant. I can feel it. And then the crushing disappointment when my period comes again. Now, you might ask if you cared, how does she do it? How does she endure it all? Well, I'll tell you, through all this pain and suffering, I am able to find joy. I'm able to find creativity and purpose and meaning and, yes, even laughter. That's right. You see, when you're human, you develop over time this skill called laughing at the universe. So here's the important part I want you to know. You know, back then when I told you I didn't laugh, well, I did laugh. And I'm going to keep laughing. And not Abraham or you or anybody else is going to stop me. You understand? I'm going to laugh as loud as I want and as long as I can. I'm going to laugh till I leak. I'm going to laugh until the tears roll down my face. Now, I want you to get out of here. Abraham and I are going to make a baby, and the last thing I need to think about is that creepy peek inside my tenth thing that you do. Thus endeth the reading. Thanks be to God. Beloved community, I don't, you don't need to tell, I don't need to tell you what it's like to grow old. And I don't need to tell you that we live in hard times. But I do want to remind you of our role as older people. We have seen the worst. And yet we know that somehow this tired earth endures. Our role is to teach younger generations, even those who don't listen, about God's gifts. Generativity at any age. Creativity and, yes, laughter. Those gifts are bestowed upon us at all times, but especially when we need them most. Many people don't understand what we know in our hearts, that these gifts shield us from the hard times that we endure. They help us through when the world and our lives are unraveling. When our lives unravel, God is the great reweaver of our spirits. And if you don't believe it, just ask any older person. They'll tell you. And the people said, Amen.